I am your host, Ashley King, aka the Get It Done Queen, where I help people of faith tell their story by writing a book and maximizing their reach through speaking and events. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome to the stage another phenomenal author, Mr. Alan Black. He is the author of In the Spirit Intended. Mr. Alan Black, are you there? I'm here, Ms. King. Thank you very much for this honor to be with you here this evening and just to share part of my story and my journey regarding my second book, In the Spirit Intended, and certainly I will kind of share some information about how I got to this point. I'm still stunned that I got to the point of two books, let alone one book, so that's, it's been an amazing journey, it really has been. Awesome. Well, tell the listeners, you know, more about yourself, Mr. Black. Wow, that's, that's a deep question. I guess I don't think of myself in terms of who am I and what I'm about because I think my background being basically Midwestern is you just kind of put your head down and you just do what you need to do. <laughs> so when people are asking me, well, tell me about yourself, I kind of pause and I kind of stumble around because I don't think of myself in that capacity, but I'm learning to because of the importance of what the Lord has led me to do as far as, say, doing both books. So as far as my journey, it began, I would say, as a Christian author in 2015. I had retired from my job uh, around 2012, somewhere in there. So I continued just to work part-time just to kind of stay mentally engaged and to stay mentally stimulated. So my background is as a Christian. I grew up in the United Methodist Church, so I've always had that strong church-Christian connection. Mm -hmm. Well, Ms. King, what happened in 2015 was kind of just a total reversal because my writing background is really formatted in, say, being a song lyricist. I've done lyrics for songs probably off and on since 75, so if your listeners are calculating, yeah, that means I'm really old, okay? Let's just keep it 100. That means he is old. Ooh, that dude is old. Yeah, I'm old, but I'm still here, and I'm okay with that. So that's where my writing background really began in 75 in terms of being a lyricist because music has always fascinated me in terms of the stories. What do they mean? What is it saying? How does it change, say, 10 years later when you go back and you listen to it? So from the time I was a child, I've always had that fascination being drawn to lyrics. So my junior year in 75, I just decided this is something I wanted to do. And it's amazing when I look back now, Ms. King, and I think about how different people come along at your life at a certain point and they just speak words of encouragement to you because I distinctly remember the first set of song lyrics that I wrote. And I can't write the music, I can't hear the music, but I can conceptualize ideas and concepts okay. to create a story. So my thing in terms of my music is to really collaborate with musicians and then create a song. So that very first set of lyrics I remember taking to my professor who was my mentor at that time, I was so scared. I was just thinking he was just gonna laugh at me and just throw me out of the office. And it was a critical moment in my life at 20 years old at that time. So. He looked at it and he said, you know, Alan, you've got some potential here, so you need to really work on this and never give up your dream. 
And Ms. King, I've never forgotten that because he told me to never forget my dream. And from that moment forward, I just continued to write and develop concepts lyrically for songs and everything. So I've been doing that off and on for about 40 years. But just to kind of fast forward to 2015, it's just amazing how we think about what our plans and goals are in terms of what we want to do with our life, mm -hmm. which I am experiencing now at my age of 65 that this just in. A lot of times what we have planned and what we want to do, it hasn't got a thing to do with what the Lord's calling us to do. Amen. Because he has something totally different in store for you. I know you know what I'm talking about, yeah. okay? <laughs> so this was about 2015, and I'm, I'm at my part-time job, and I'm working in the mornings from 6 to about noon. And from 6 to 8 is really slow, so I didn't really have much to do. So I've never been that guy who would be online looking at websites and playing games, because that just it didn't do it for me. So the Lord began to really place it on my heart to just write and just express what he wanted me to do. And I can take no credit for really writing these books because I know without hesitation, this was just the Holy Spirit speaking through me and at times speaking in spite of me. So I began to just write just short essays and short thoughts in 2015 and I just kept going and I'll never forget, and this was from my first book, Here I Am Lord, which I released in 2017, the summer of 2017. I'll never forget that after I'd written like my third essay, I was kind of sitting there and I was kind of puzzled because I didn't know, I really didn't know what was going on mm -hmm. because I had never done this before. And to be truthful with, with you and everybody who's listening, it really did scare me because I was thinking, okay, Whoa, God, what's going on here? Because I'm not sure about this. This isn't me. Yeah. And I remember talking to a friend of mine who was a minister, a mentor of mine. And he says, well, are you trying to be obedient to what the Lord's calling you to do? And I said, well, yes, absolutely. He said, if you are at that point in your life where you're ready to do that, the Lord's going to speak to you to have you do things that are going to take you out of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, you're right about that because... I can remember after writing those first two or three essays, I would write them and then I might leave and go get some water, go get a snack or something about seven o'clock in the morning. And Ms. King, when I came back, I could not remember what I'd written mm. at all. And that scared me to no end. I was thinking, am I losing it? What's mm. going on here? And so my friend had to kind of talk me down off the ledge and he had to say, okay, this is what's happening. All you need to do is just to be obedient. So I kept going in 2015, up through about the fall of 2015, and I had compiled maybe about 10 or 15 of these short essays. And I used to be a counselor at the university level here in my city. Mm -hmm. So there were a lot of students that I would work with through the years, over 14 years or so, that I would worked with them academically, personally, became mentors to a lot of the students. And ironically, or I shouldn't even say ironically, because I know the Lord placed her at the same job for a reason. Mm -hmm. I was sharing with her, she was my mentee, and I was sharing with her one of my essays. I said, well, what do you think about this? And she said, I really like this. And she said, you need to publish a book. And so I looked and I said, well, I'm not an author, so I don't know anything about publishing a book. And that's, that's way over my head. I don't mm -hmm. think I can do it. I never forget what she told me. She said, well, you always taught me to never back away from a challenge and to follow your dreams. So how come you're not going to do the same thing? Mm -hmm. 
Okay, so I was like, that look on your face, that's how I look because I had an attitude, okay? I was like, wait a minute, I am the teacher, you are the student, you can't do this. So that I got that attitude for about 15 seconds and then had to put myself in check and I thought, well, you know, if I tried to teach my students that, I have to lead by example mm-hmm. and I have to do the same thing. So I kept writing and then she says, well, why don't you start out by writing for a Christian blog? And I thought, okay, that's a nice idea. I don't know what that means. And, and again, my background coming into this was total, total inexperience. Mm-hmm. No idea what I was doing. So around about December of 2015, I had sent off some of these essays to different blogs around the country. And I'll never forget, I sent one to a blog in Singapore called Christian Blessings. Mm-hmm. And so I had already gotten about nine or 10 no's. So I was prepared for this last no from Christian Blessings. And to my other amazement, the editor wrote me back an email and she says, well, I like what you've written. I like the concept and what you're saying. So I want you to write for my blog every week. I was like, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on now. Stop. <laughs> I was like, whoa, I've never done this before. So how about once a month? And she says, okay, so I want you to start in January 2016 to write for my blog. And then she gave me an assignment. She says, now, since we're going into a new year in January 2016, I need to be based around beginning a new year, a new chapter in your life. And she said it had to be 300 words. Miss King, it might as well have been 5,000 words because I was thinking, <laughs> no way I can do 300 words now. And I wasn't connecting the dots because all of my essays up to that point were at least 300 words or more. So I don't know why I was so consumed with fear. Yeah. But one thing I have learned is that we all have fears and anxiety in terms of different things that we do as far as challenges. But the real issue becomes, are you going to let that paralyze you and stop you from what you're being called to do? Mm. So in my situation, I had to put myself in check and I said, okay, so I have this challenge for January 2016 to come up with something that's related to the beginning of a new year. And around about December 23rd or 24th, right before Christmas of 2015, I heard somebody playing on the radio the song, Old Lang Syne. And part of that lyrically, tapping back into my lyrical base, talks about will old acquaintances be forgotten. And that just kept going over and over in my head. And then finally, I sat down about the 27th and I said, okay, Lord, I have an idea. What do you want me to do? So I developed an essay for Christian Blessing for January 2016 called Old Acquaintances. The concept of that and that particular essay is in my first book, Here I Am, Lord. It talks about as we go into a new year or even a new day, what are some of the old acquaintances that you want to say get rid of? In my case, it was a certain level of fear of the unknown. It was time for me to let go of that old acquaintance and say, I need to move on. Or is it that old acquaintance of you thinking that maybe you're not good enough to do something? Well, as you go into that new year or that new day, this is that time to say, okay, that old acquaintance needs to be forgotten and you need to go on and become a different person. So I continued to write for Christian Blessing through 2016, and then I got to around January of 2017, and by that time, I compiled enough material for my first book, Here I Am, Lord, 
And so here I am out here basically at about what, 62, 63 or whatever. And I'm thinking, okay, so how do I put this together? I didn't have an idea about a cover. I kind of had an idea about a title. And so I stumbled upon a website called Fiverr, mm -hmm. which I went into and I remember sending out a request in February, the first Friday in February, 2017. I said, well, can somebody help me like format my book and edit the book and everything. And so I sent out that request, Ms. King, on that first Friday night in 2016. And I'm thinking, okay, maybe in about eight or nine months, I'll hear from somebody and <laughs> they'll say yes. And maybe by 2018, I could have the book out. Okay, again, I'm still thinking in my human capacity, logically and analytically, because my background is analytical and very pragmatic. That's just how I think. So I get up the next day, which is a Saturday, I start running errands and I come back home and I log into my Fiverr account and I'm thinking, well, maybe, maybe one person responded. And I almost fell out of my chair because I had 35 people that said they wanted to work with me. Yeah. That was even more frightening because I'm thinking, what am I supposed to do here? I'm like, <laughs> I got 35 people who want to work with me. And so I spent the next two weeks kind of going through looking at what each person brought to the table. Mm -hmm. I said, okay, Lord, I need you to lead me. Where am I going here? And I wound up actually working with a lady in South Africa who edited the book and formatted my first book and got it on Amazon. Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget in May of 2017, when my book appeared on Amazon for the very first night, I remember Miss King just sitting there and I just stared at it. And I just stared at it for about five or 10 minutes because I was in such total shock that this actually happened. I couldn't believe it. And I thought, okay, God, I don't know what is going on here. I don't know where this is leading, but I'm just gonna try to be obedient. And so the title of the first book, Here I Am, Lord, is really based in the fact that I got to a certain point where I just stopped trying to fight what the Lord was trying to tell me to do. Yeah. And I just said, okay, Lord, here I am. What is it that you want me to do? Because I will confess that I've always been stubborn. I've always been hard-headed because most men tend to be hard-headed and stubborn. I'm leading the pack, okay, <laughs> just telling you the truth. And so I just always thought, okay, it has to be done in a certain manner. It has to be logical. It has to be very analytical. And none of that mattered to what the Lord was calling me to do. And so I released the first book in the summer of 2017. It did well. I was so naive that when my friends found out I released the book, they were excited and they said, well, we want to come to your book signing and have you sign the book and take pictures. And I was thinking, why do they want me to sign their book? I don't, I don't understand. I don't get it. So, I mean, you're talking to somebody who was totally naive, had no clue. And so I told my sister, I'm not going to do a book signing. And that was a mistake. That was a big mistake. She just tore me to shreds. She said, you have to do a book signing because you're an author. And so I said, okay. And first book went well. And I thought, okay, so God, this is great. I did the one book, so now I want to get back to doing my music and doing my lyrics and doing stuff like that. Again, it had nothing to do with what God had planned for me to do. Mm -hmm. He said, okay, 
This is just book one, so now we need to go on to book two. Repeat the same process over, started working on book number two and got that done throughout most of 2018 and released it summer 2019 and it's done well. I was blown away because I actually wound up making the best uh, selling author list on Amazon in July of 2019. It's, it's, and so it's doing well, I'm getting the word out there. And so this has been book number two in the spirit intended. The title for this book really has a dual meaning, Ms. King. All of my essays and thoughts are basically what most people say are inspirational. They're very down to earth. They're very practical. I don't really get into theology and things like that, different denominations. None of that's really what's important when we're talking about relationship. Mm -hmm. But that's what it really comes down to. So when I came up, when the Lord gave me the title for In the Spirit Intended, it had two meanings. First of all, everything that I share in this book as well as the first book, my prayer is that it's speaking to my reader's heart and to their spirit in the spirit intended. I want to go inside them and make them think and reflect. Yeah. The second part of that in the spirit intended is that what the Lord is having me to write, I don't want anybody to think I'm an expert and I'm a know-it-all. I'm not a bishop. I'm not an apostle. Nobody like that. I'm not, I don't have a doctrine in theology. I'm just Alan, okay? So what I'm sharing with you is coming from in the spirit intended. I'm not an expert, but hey, I'm just sharing what thus says the Lord. And Amen. so that's kind of where I am now after book number two. I'm still astonished because, like I said, I had no intentions of writing either book. No intentions. It was never my thought to do either one. And again, I thought I'd go on back to my music in 2020. But the Lord says, no, you're not through yet. You've got a third book I want you to do. Hey. So, so I've got a third book that I'm going to release in 2021, Lord willing. And so at this point, I finally have accepted the fact that, okay, maybe it's time for me to get myself out of the way and just be more open mm -hmm. and just be more trusting. I make no bones about the fact that that's hard because of my background, academic background, in terms of how I always approach things. But it's a learning process, and I continue to learn and hopefully grow. And so that's really kind of a summation of the story. It, it is a story of how did I get here? It's a story of I'm still not sure. Mm -hmm. It's a story that is to be continued because I don't know where this is going to lead, but I just have to trust in the Lord that he's going to lead me where he wants me to go. And he just requires of me just to be obedient and just to be trusting. So. Amen. Amen. So your book is a collection of essays, correct? Yes. So if you could, um, for in the spirit intended, um, I know it may be hard to pick your favorite. So if you can't pick your favorite, which essay would you say has gotten the greatest response out of people? I was sharing this one with some listeners this past Friday night, I believe. It's called A Square Peg. And the concept of that is a square peg does not fit into a round hole. 
thematically what I'm referring to in there is the fact that throughout life, a lot of us will make it our mission to try to fit in. And at times that's okay, but other times that not, it's not necessarily what the Lord is calling us to do. He's not calling us to fit in. He's calling us to stand out. Yes. And so I kind of reflect on that in terms of my own personal journey, where a lot of times I was guilty of trying to just fit in to, to be that square peg. But that's not what the Lord had commissioned for me to do. He wanted me to stand out and do something different and just stand apart because that's what his calling was for me. So what I'm expressing in that particular one is that if you have to stand out and you're not fitting in, that's not a bad thing yeah. because it's not destined for you to fit in. You need to stand out and do what your calling is, what your purpose and your passion is. And in doing that, you're going to probably be on an island by yourself sometimes. Yes. But that's just how it goes. And so it sounds cold, but let's be real here. Everybody's not going to go with you. True. And everybody's not going to understand. But that's just the way things are, and you just have to keep moving forward. So I have shared that I've gotten a lot of good response from that. And people say, you know, that's very true because I have tried to fit in, and that's not what I was called to do. Some would call it going against the grain. I mean, you can call it different descriptors, however you choose to do it. But I think that's one of my favorite ones as far as, say, book two is you're going to be a square peg, and it doesn't mean you have to fit in but you're called to stand out. Hey, man, I love it. I love it. I love it. So, uh, Mr. Allen, where can people find your books? They can go to my website. It's Allen T. Black, which is A-L-A-N, the letter T, B-L-A-C-K dot com. And they can get more information about both books, Here I Am, Lord, and In the Spirit Intended via my website. So, Awesome. Awesome. Thank you for that. Um, uh, excuse me. Are there any last uh, words that you would like to share with uh, the listeners? I would just say to our listeners that each of us are going to have a calling and a purpose that God has placed within you and you alone. Mm. Take the time to find out what it is he wants you to do. Don't be afraid because one thing I have learned is that in my life experience, because I was not qualified to do this, let me be clear about that. But this much I've come to understand, God does not call the qualified. He qualifies those that he calls. Amen. And I'm a living witness of that. So if he calls you, he's going to qualify you and he will equip you to do what it is he's calling you to do. Don't worry if other people don't understand it or may not get it. It ain't about them. It's about you. Awesome. Well, I thank you so much for those words of encouragement. I thank you so much for your time. Um, so definitely, please make sure you go to his website, Alan T as in Tom Black dot com. Once again, that's Alan T Black dot com um, to get both of his books. Um, but I want to thank you once again for just your time and just sharing the wealth of knowledge and information that you gave not only me, but the listeners today, Mr. Allen. Thank you, Ms. King. I'm very honored to be here. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. You have a blessed evening. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Be blessed.